Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. And today, before we begin our podcast, we will do a couple of things to uh, to make this podcast better for a lot of you guys and for a lot of people who don't know about this podcast yet and that they could learn so many things uh, about nutrition, about healthy lifestyle, about exercise, things that could improve their life starting today. So first thing, guys, please, if you know someone If you like this podcast, if you learned something from this podcast that improved your life already, it can probably do the same for other people, people you care about, people you might know, and you know that they might really benefit from this kind of information. So maybe share this podcast today with this person. Choose one person who you think can really learn something, apply that, and uh, get better at keeping their health up, their energy up, at looking better, feeling better, performing better, and just taking better care of themselves. So share this podcast today with this one person. And the second thing is I'm working through this book. It's called Make Noise, and it's about how to make your podcast something special. Um, some special audio experience that you deliver to your audience, to you guys every single day. And so I'm working through this book and one of the assignments was to come up with a 10-word description or, you know, as close to 10 words or less as possible that will separate your podcast from everything else out there in the world. To that kind of description helps you to clarify the purpose, the goal of your podcast and what should be on the podcast and what shouldn't be. And so here is my description. And if you're up for it, let me know what you think. Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Alina podcast. An adventure of one obsessed nutrition coach on a mission to create a world where food makes you better. So again, an adventure of one obsessed nutrition coach on a mission to create a world where food makes you better. So what do you think? Let me know. That's I'm going to edit my description for iTunes, for Android platforms, and it's going to be up and we'll see how it does. And let me know uh, what you think, by the way. So today, guys, is Tuesday and we're talking about intermittent fasting and not so much about how it's good for you, why it's good for you, why you should be doing it or shouldn't be doing that, and why you might want to try it. Uh, We will talk about how you actually do it once you decide to do it. A lot of people reach out to me, a lot of my clients trying to do intermittent fasting. You know, we try things and we fail. I failed a lot with my intermittent fasting. Um, I know, I learned that I'm an early person and early intermittent fasting, when I finish my eating early, works the best for me. But before, um, before even a couple of months ago, I couldn't do it properly. I used to fail a lot. And I used to fail because, for example, I would have my last meal and then at night or somewhere around 5 or 6 p.m. and I usually would finish eating by 3 p.m. That was the plan at least. 
I would go shopping for food and I would start planning my next day amazing meal and all the nutrition aspects of it, all the amazing nutrients I'm gonna get from it and I would go shopping and then uh, almost every time that night I would still eat something and so basically I would fail the practice that I wanted to start early uh, intermittent fasting. And I couldn't figure out, like, what was wrong with me, right? What was wrong with my willpower that I couldn't just stick to it? Even though I would eat substantial meals during the day, I would still eat something at night. And after, you know, some trial and error, reading more on coaching techniques and how our psychology, eating psychology works, I realized that going shopping at night and focusing my brain on food, that would create that hunger, insatiable or unstoppable hunger for food. It's not that I was hungry, it was that I just didn't manage my mind focus properly by going shopping. Or what else would happen? I would sit with my mom or sometimes with my friends, depending where I am, and I would watch them eat and enjoy all these delicious, very often healthy foods that I also love. And again, I would fail my intermittent fasting. And I would fail it because I, again, was exposing my brain to food, to food environment. And that would trigger thoughts about food and that would trigger my appetite. Because guys, a lot of our appetite is in our head and in our brain. And every time our brain is exposed to food or focused on food or you see food, especially if you smell it uh, and it's familiar food that you love, every time you do that, you will have seemingly more hunger, even though it is probably not so much hunger as it is appetite. That is not so much physiological, but more in your head. So I would do that and I would fail. And at some point I realized it wasn't the problem with me or my willpower. It was my inability or my failure to design environment to support my goal. Organizing your lifestyle around your new habits, that's the secret, guys. That's the key. And so now I am successfully fasting after 3 p.m. Why? Because I don't go shopping at night, because I don't go out to dinners most of the time. I'm just not a going out late kind of person. Uh, I don't plan my meals at night. I go shopping before my meals uh, at the beginning of the day. And that's where when I plan my meals too. So I go shopping ideally. Uh, I cook my meals and then I eat. And at night I get busy with work or with something else, non-food related. And so after I organized my environment to support my goals, now I don't have a problem with sticking with any intermittent fasting protocol. The takeaway for you guys is organize your environment that way so you have to spend the least amount of energy and willpower on maintaining this habit. And also realize that you, you know, even the best theory, like they show that early eating works best for our health and fat loss and metabolism, but realize that even the best health benefit or health practice, it's not going to work for you if it doesn't work for your lifestyle, for your life. Like if 
dinner is the only time when you get together with your family for this enjoyable, pleasurable eating experience that you share together, and you decide, okay, I'm going to fast for dinner. Realize that that's not going to happen because you're going to be missing out on too many things, connection with your loved ones and enjoying together um, something as basic, uh, humanly basic as it as it gets, you know, you don't get more human, more, um, there is no more shared experience as eating food, like we all share food, all human beings, right? And eliminating that from your life, because you decided to do intermittent fasting, that can backfire a lot. And um, in most cases, you're not going to be able to stick with that. So for you, breakfast skipping or starting your eating later in the day might work much much better for uh, so many reasons even though you know studies might show that early eating or stopping eating uh, earlier in the day might work better but again the best theory will not work if it doesn't work for your life so if you're you know a breakfast person then eat breakfast and lunch and skip dinners and if you're someone like me um if you're a dinner person and that's where your social life happens your family life happens then eat your dinner and don't eat your breakfast but um as one of my favorite nutritionists says if you eat uh, all the time and everything it is a recipe for disaster for health disaster so realize that you do need to limit food in some capacity in our world where food is everywhere if you eat every time the food is offered to you and you eat anything that is offered to you it is the recipe for health disaster so here here are my three pieces of practical advice that i learned through my work and coaching myself that i believe will help you a lot to do intermittent fasting successfully so number one while fasting no shopping no cooking no thinking about food no sitting with your mom watching her eat your favorite sardines none of that expose yourself to food to food to food environment as little as possible that's probably like you know if not 90 percent of your success but a lot of it goes just go shopping at other times when you are quote-unquote allowed to eat so no shopping no cooking not food smells not checking out your favorite bakery or your favorite restaurant what they have on the menu no reading menus no cooking shows nothing none of that so that is advice number one advice number two get busy guys just do work that you haven't done for a while do something not food related go for a walk go take a class do anything just get busy and when your mind is busy you'll be surprised how much easier it gets to fast and also you know sip on some warm tea on some um, maybe coffee if it's nighttime decaf coffee um, if you're fasting in the morning then obviously just regular coffee or tea or water um, maybe flavored sparkling if it doesn't uh, increase your appetite i love flavored sparklings they just you know that aroma and no sugars no sweetness no calories it really changes the water game so get busy guys and then the next one is plan your fasting around your lifestyle don't plan your lifestyle around your fasting so plan your fasting around your life don't plan your life around your fasting 
And that goes back again to that those, you know, family dinners or other social occasions, getting together with your friends, shared meals. Uh, maybe you have to go for a business dinner. Um, maybe you have to have like business lunches and you need to eat at this time. So figure out how you can fit in fasting into your lifestyle so it's natural, so it doesn't take anything away from you, something that is meaningful, like a shared meal with your family. Um, so build your life build your fasting around your life, not your life around your fasting. And that goes for so many other health habits. Don't build, don't try to build your life around your health habits. That almost never works, guys. So uh, to recap again, first, no uh, shopping, cooking, planning your meals while fasting, um, no watching other people eat, um, just expose yourself to food environment, to food as little as possible. Then number two, guys, get busy. Get busy doing things not food related, of course. Um, finishing those projects that you haven't finished yet, going for walks, taking classes, reading. Uh, when you don't eat, you actually have much more free time. And then the last but not least, build your fasting around your life. Don't build your life around fasting. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, set up your environment so, so it supports your, you and your goals and every single goal you set to create a certain health habit will be so much easier when you learn how to create the environment that supports that. That's it for today, guys. Don't forget to share this episode with one person who you believe might really benefit from what they hear. Because when you listen to something a lot, uh, you'll at some point you'll think about doing something and changing something uh, in your life for the better. So share this podcast with them with one person and let me know what you think about and food school smarter, stronger, leaner podcast. An adventure of one obsessed nutrition nutrition coach on a mission to create a world where food makes you better. So let me know. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in. I really appreciate your attention, your energy, your feedback, you working on yourself and creating those ripples that make the world, the food world around us better. So thank you for doing this, for thank you for the work you're doing. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.